Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. Now, well, the collective rage currently is focused on Wilcom. Tyco CEO Dennis Koslowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. The cheers, the love of one's team, football is one of the most beloved sports in America. So much money is poured into football that if we cancel one Super Bowl game, it could end world hunger. But the hunger for concussions, sweat, and the game is too great. Fuck the poor. Today we look at... (laughs) Today we look at one of America's best players... Brett Favre, the good old boy from Mississippi who ran the yards and played the field. Today's episode has blood, sweat, tears, sex, scandal, and so much more. Welcome to season seven of White Collars, Red Hands. Oh my God, you describe football like someone who doesn't know anything about football. Blood. Sweat, tear, like everything you know about football, you've learned from Ford commercials. Yeah. All right, cool. Absolutely. Just wanted, no, just wanted to make sure that no, that's yeah, what it was. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Blood, sweat, tears, bush light. That's what this country's about. I don't know if you've been to America lately, but that is what this country's about. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. For non-American listeners, that's exactly what it's like. If you've never been to America, that's what it's like. Well, welcome back to Season 7 of White Collars, Red Hands. Yes, welcome back. I'm Kashan, and for those of you who are uh, getting this on uh, a certain service, you might be seeing our faces right now. I'm not as, and I'm Nina Kern, and I am not as ugly as you all think I am. Yeah, everyone thinks Nina's ugly. Uh, it's just the voice. Just but she's not. Everyone that everyone I tell is like, I, Nina sounds like a rough and tumble gal. I am not. I'm very weak. Um, I'm not strong. I don't rough or tumble. <laughs> neither I, rough nor no, tumble. No, I'm neither rough nor tumble. So, uh, yeah, our, our podcasts are going to be available uh, with video now. Uh, very exciting. On YouTube through Entertainment Buffet mm-hmm. or... Uh, or on Spotify. Uh, Spotify supports video now. So it's video now by no demand. No one out there was like, please show us what you look like. So we just decided no, to... No, no one asked me to see my face. Yeah, we decided to hurt our audience just a little bit more. Yeah. Not only with voice, but also with eye. What? I it's don't fine. know. It's that fine. made no sense. It's That's... fine. We're in front of a camera now, and I forgot how to podcast. That's, That's how this works. It's all right. He's camera shy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what his girlfriend said the other day. Though. No, I'll make fucking weird. Now you can see all the weird fucking faces I make. Actually, I I'm weird. I'm excited because there's a lot of times we make funny gestures that I know would add to what we're saying, but yeah. people can't see it. And now you all can see it. I'm going to start having to do prop jokes like fucking Carrot Top. You don't have to. I can, though. I'm just mm. saying, though, uh, there's a, a whole new world that's open to me through this through the video medium. His ego is going to explode. Eh, I couldn't even fit in this fucking room. This hat's getting tight. What's up, dog? It's because you need a haircut. <laughs> I, I just got one. Shut up. Kashan has an extremely thick head of hair. It's not, it's not even true. Yes, it is. Though my mustache is thicker than my hair at this point. Oh. So, and now everyone knows that I have one. So. You didn't curl it today. The bush light, the bush light bit does work better if you're watching it and can see my mustache. That's for yeah, sure. He looks like a trailer park trash. Thanks, bro. I was gonna say Trailer Park Co. and then Trash came out. Thanks, bro. That's a, I'm kidding. You don't look like Trailer Trash. I know. All right. You know who was not Trailer Trash? It might have been a little bit of Trailer Trash. Who? You or Brett Favre? Brett Favre. He fucking sold Wranglers. He's kind of Trailer Trash, right? Wranglers. I, yeah. you, I don't know. I didn't get that far. Levi's is the not Trailer Trash gene. I will die on that hill. I don't know. Levi's are too expensive. I don't buy them. That's why they're not for trailer trash. They're like $60 yeah. for a pair of jeans. And then I was at Target. They sell Levi's at Target now. And I liked the sweater. The sweater was $50. 
Absolutely not. You got to pay for it. You're paying for the label. It's like Supreme. No, that's why I don't. Levi built this company from the from the ground up. All right, Levi deserves to set his prices at whatever Levi wants. Whatever Levi wants. I'm assuming Levi's an actual person. Yeah, he was. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Nothing to do with Levi. Okay, Brett Favre was born on October 10th, 1969 in Gulfport, Mississippi. His parents are Benita Ann and Irvin Ernest Favre. Say that three times fast. Irvin Ernest Favre. He got really, Brett got really lucky that his parents didn't give him a down-home name like they had. Could you imagine? Benita. Benita. Doesn't yep. that just mean beautiful in Spanish? Yeah. Benita. Was she Hispanic or was she very white? I didn't see a picture of her, but I bet she's very white. Brett Favre looks very white, so I'm assuming she's very white. Well, yeah, absolutely. And in my hometown, there was a girl in my class. Well, she was a couple grades ahead of me. Her name was Juanita, and she was white. But white people be fucking wilding out here. They be wild. Like, like if I have a kid, I think I have to name them like Greg or Ashley. Like, you I'm not. Don't have I'm not to. naming. I'm not naming my child Juanita. I tell you that much. Your name is Kushan. Yeah, I know, and I get a lot of shit about it. And my name's Nina, and I also get a lot of shit about it. You know, white people love to say that they don't name their kids crazy names, but they. They're just as crazy as everybody else. Gunther? Else's. That's a fucking weird name, okay? And that's oh, a that's white... That's a terrible name. That's a white person name. It is. Why would you name your child Gunther? You hate them. Well, that's accurate. All right, so anyway, Brett Favre. Both of his parents were actually teachers, teachers, at Hancock County School District, which I will go on record and say, I wish my last name was Hancock because I think it's funny and I'm immature. You just want your last name to have cock in it? You know that people have the last name Wiener, right? Like you could just go. No, it's two. That's, that's Oh, that's two on the news? Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, yeah. my dick joke has to be a little bit more refined than that. I want, it needs to be I want, like, I, I want it in my hand. Handcock. That's what I want. That's what I want. And so, fun fact about a little a little glimpse into Kashan and I's lives. Kashan and I used to work at a restaurant together, and he used to get, uh, and he was my manager half of the time. And then he would, because the other half, you were bartending or you know serving. Anyways, and he used to get so mad at me because when we worked together, um, he would I would have to sign. For my tips and every single time he'd be like okay you got your tips sign here and i'd be like you want my john hancock and then, and then he would be like stop saying that i thought i said no i just need your initials so just give me the cock oh you would say that was sometimes. my was my joke back sometimes like no just give me the shortened version of the hancock just the cock sometimes you would say that and then other times you'd be like stop saying that and just on it you catch me on a bad day i'm just like no and then no, he would, no jokes today. I'm 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 too mentally drained. And then he would start to kick me off the podcast. Yeah, it's true. It would, yeah. One of these days. One of these days. Your time is coming. It's too, my days are numbered. I'm the not the nice. The bell rings for everybody. It tolls. Okay. Anyways, all right. Um, so here's some information into Brett Farb's family that no one asked for, but I find incredibly interesting. So, Brett Favre has some very interesting relatives, including Simon Favre, who was an interpreter of Muskegon languages, mainly Choctaw and Chickasaw, for the British, French, and Spanish Americans in West Florida before it became Mississippi and Alabama back in the late 17, early 1800. Simon Favre paved a legacy of being shitty that would follow his... that would follow his descendants for the rest of all time. At least so far. Yeah. Maybe someone will break a generational curse. Maybe Brett Favre's kid is like the one who's going to cure cancer. Brittany you know? or Breely? Yeah. Breely sounds like a cancer cure. I think name. I'm saying her name wrong. Mm-hmm. I think I forget her name. But anyways, when Simon Favre was a young man, he had a Choctaw mistress that he had 16. He's had six children with. Who doesn't? Then, when he was 41, his job wasn't as important anymore, and he was becoming useless. So, he packed his bags, left his Choctaw mistress. I don't like this article that I was reading about this. I'm tired of them calling her a mistress, because I'm sure they actually had a partnership. They just weren't married. Did he have a wife, though? 
Because if he had a wife, I don't think that's he had what a wife. Her a mistress. I don't think he had a wife at this time. Because he packed his bags and he moved to Mobile, Alabama. Oh, Mobile. Yes. And he married a woman after he moved there who was of European descent. Of course. Yep. And so he, his new bride, and their children went to the, to the Tom Gee. No, Tom Big B. Tom Big B. I'm trying to find it in this. Where Where is it? Oh, yeah. Tom Bigby. I think it's Tom Bigby. Tom Bigby. Which sounds like a person's name, not a place. Well, it probably was somebody. But anyway, they went to that area to a plantation on the Pearl River. And Simon Favre died in 1813 and left behind 13 children, most of which who were minors, three baby mamas, an estate of 5,000 acres, and 57 slaves. So he was shitty i know three baby mamas that's too many you're taking your candlestick and too much wax yeah no i don't think that was the worst statistic out of those but nevertheless yeah that was the (laughs) least of bad of all of it i i don't know i yeah no 13 children is worse than three you have no business having 13 children ever absolutely you heard it here i mean they used to die more back then right though so you had to like you had to get more out just because like Half of them were. I mean, out yeah, like they would get the smallpox or. Yeah, or the what big else did pox? they get? Influenza. The consumption. That was one of them. TB. Um, what did my people die of on the Oregon Trail? Dysentery. Dysentery. Or cholera. Mm-hmm. Just shit yourself to death diseases. Very fun. All right, back to Brett Favre. Now, I have never met but Brett Favre, but... Wait, so does that Simon Favre story, have, was that just, that's just for funsies? Absolutely. Just, uh, let's for funsies talk about Brett Favre's, like, great-grandpa who had slaves. Yeah. All right. I thought it was interesting. I mean, I know the legacy of Brett Favre now. That's probably more than John Madden even knew about him. Yeah. Brett Favre, his great-grandpa had 57 slaves. I think that was on a Sunday Night Football broadcast, actually. Listen, I went through <laughs> a whole Simon Favre spiral for 45 minutes. My God, you know the most of most people alive probably about Simon Favre now. I, I think I do. Out of everyone alive, I probably know the most about Simon Favre. Great. I want a medal. You tell me if that ever comes in handy. Um, It won't, but that's okay. All right, now I have never met Brett Favre. But because we are covering him in today's episode, you know by now that he has done something shitty. Yeah, he only won one Super Bowl with the Packers. Something terrible. And he unretired twice. He also retired. probably some financial crime. We'll get to it. He was such a dick tease about retiring. We'll talk about it later. But he really did was like, cool. All right, anyways. You fucking Tom Brady. Just like Tom Brady just came out of retirement. Pulling did he? Fucking Brett Favre. Yeah. The day after someone bought his last touchdown football for over half a million dollars, $516,000, he bought this, like Tom Brady's last last touchdown football, and then he unretired the next day. They donated to that guy or something, though. They were like, hey, sorry. <laughs> oh, I'd be so pissed. All right, well, Brett Favre was the second, born second out of four children. He attended Hancock North Central High School, where he played baseball and football. Um, he was a very decorated high school athlete and earned five varsity letters. How much is normal? Uh, I mean, you get one for every year you're on a varsity sport. So, like, he started I, in eighth grade. I went to a small, oh, wait, this is just for football then. Oh, well, maybe Is this not. just for football or is this between I know he started playing... Well, maybe he wasn't on varsity in eighth grade. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck this shit works. I mean, because like... I mean, technically, I was on varsity for three sports four years in a row. So I had like 12 varsity letters, but I went to a very small school. So it didn't matter. Mm, they only I'm give you one... In, they only give you one anyway. Because it's mm. like the actual letters for your letterman jacket. They didn't have one. It's stupid. It's, it's stupid high school fucking ritual... Did you it's have a, a class High school's ring? a cult. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I bought into the cult a little bit before they made me drink the, the like... The Kool-Aid? Fucking, yeah, but the knockoff Kool-Aid. I forget what they actually drank at Jonestown. It was some. It was a knockoff brand of Kool-Aid. Oh, it was a, a Flavor-Aid. Flavor-Aid, that's right. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they're around anymore. Something killed their business. Hmm. 
All right. So anyway, he was coached by his father and Favre played quarterback, lineman, strong safety, place kicker, and punter. That's a lot of things. Yeah. Don't ask me what any of that shit is. Yeah. We already know from the, if you want to learn just how bad Nina is in football or sports in general, go back and let's do our two part series on OJ Simpson or Nina didn't know like what a field goal was. I knew what it was. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You got, we just listened to this clip the other day. You know you didn't know, but you're still going to sit here and argue with me about it. Mm. You did not. <laughs> All right. Well, while in high school, he was scouted for college ball, and Southern Mississippi's assistant coach, Mark McHale, said that Favre threw the ball in such a way that it had smoke and flames coming off of it. Not good for football. The football's on fire. Your receivers can't catch it. Okay? So. How that makes you automatically win. I don't. I don't I if you light a football on fire, I don't think you automatically win. <laughs> that would make the football game so much faster. They should do that for the uh, yeah. Super that's, Bowl. that's the point of sports is for it to end as fast as possible. That's when I'm watching it. I want it to end no as quickly as it, possible. Right? I don't. Well, Favre went to Southern Mississippi because they were the only place that offered him a football scholarship. They were the only place? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. This guy becomes a very good NFL quarterback. They were the, just one one place was like, yeah. They this, were like, we fuck with you. This guy got smoke coming off the ball. You know what? I'm laughing, but joke's on me because no one offered me a football scholarship. So Surprise. You didn't know what it because you didn't know what a field goal was. You had all the athletic talent, but didn't know what a field yeah, goal was. Yeah, I have all the athletic. You know what? I'm being slept on. I could be the greatest of all time. You I'm got, the GOAT. You look like you got wrists so weak that if you walked into a wall, they might break, Nina. I do have very small wrists. You're you're like a dainty Victorian woman. Uh. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> if you caught a football, your fingers would break. I guarantee it. <laughs> uh, frail Victorian woman? No one's ever called me that. Well, there we go. Tick another thing off the list. Damn. Well, Southern Mississippi wanted him to be a defensive back. But Favre was being a brat and said that he only wanted to be quarterback. Yeah, he used to cry in the locker room. Um, he wore a diaper every day to practice, and he used to he used to show up and cry and uh, shit his diaper until he got to play quarterback. That's an actual fact. I didn't make that up. Yep. Google it. So Favre began his freshman year as a seventh string quarterback, and I think that means- I don't think the string goes that deep. They literally, they lied to him. I'm pretty sure they were like, yeah, your seventh string, the seventh string quarterback um, sits in his dorm. Yeah, I don't even practice, think you can fit on the bench at that point. all practices and games. So we'll see you later. Well, on September 19th, 1987, he did get to take over the starting position at the game against Tulane. I just imagine like literally the first six guys run out there and just get like demolished. Like all of them have like broken legs, and they're like, they're like, I don't know. Call up Brett from his dorm room. He's got to, like, he's got to get down here. Brett, you're our only hope. God damn it! Let me get, let me put on my football Wranglers. I'll be there in a sec. But this is really funny because Favre was hung over as shit and was throwing up during the warm the warmups. <laughs> that and that was like his first game. But he really ponied up and he led the team. To a come from behind victory, which Kashan knows all about, and had two yeah, I've seen a, touchdown I've seen a couple of videos online. passes. He had two touchdown passes. Go Favre. Brett Favre really said, What hangover? But he did a really good job playing college football. I'm not going to go through everything because this is already going to be a really long episode. But this next part is crazy. Buckle up. On July 14th, 1990. But right before Brett Favre started his senior year, he was in a near-fatal car accident near his parents' home. Now you know why I said to buckle up. God damn it. <laughs> click it or ticket. <laughs> click it or ticket. All of you listening on the road right now, click it or ticket. So Favre was going around a bend, and he lost control of the car, and he flipped it three times before it rested against a tree. One of his brothers came and smashed one of the car windows with a golf club so that they could get Favre out and rush him to the hospital. I don't know how they knew that this happened because there weren't cell phones, but they luckily were able to save him. Oh, he called him on the car phone. Did they have those in 1990? I don't fucking know. They didn't have OnStar. Both of us weren't born. No, they had the fat, chunky ass, like actual like phones that were in cars. I thought that was just in movies. No, that was a real thing. And he's like calling. He's like, like as he's flipping, he's like, "You guys gotta send some help." 
and then he was like this because they were so fucking big. Yeah, a brick. Well, while in the ambulance, Favre recalls, all I kept asking was, will I be able to play football again? He did. It's like, you're really lucky that you don't have anything inside your head or else your brain would be gone right now. But you just don't have one, so that, so you're going to be okay. You're, you're going to be able, okay. You're going to be able to play football, bud. He was like the scarecrow in Wizard of Oz. It's like, your, if I only had a brain. Your head is solid bone. It weighs 50 pounds. It's the only reason you're not dead, Brett. Go back to sleep. <laughs> he ended up having to have 30 inches of his small intestine removed. Oh, shit. <laughs> and do you know what that means? He is pooping all the time. Brett Favre poops like it's his job. That makes you shit more? Yeah, because it doesn't it? Because the it's got to travel. I don't I don't think it makes you shit more. I think it does. I think you got the I same amount somebody- in there, no matter what. It's just a little shorter. You, There's you a lot of intestines more, But in there. you do it more often. Oh. Like, you know, it's know. not. it's like the same amount, but you just go more often. Because it doesn't have as far to travel. That sucks. Yeah, because I know somebody who had 12 inches of their colon removed, and we fucking paid her to be in the bathroom at work. Well, on September 8th, a mere eight weeks after the incident, Favre led Southern Mississippi to a victory against Alabama. Alabama's coach recalls Favre as being larger than life that day, and he also called him a miracle and a legend. I don't know if I would go that far, but he was very... They really were... This guy, this guy's a miracle, a legend, and I really don't think he's going to send dick pics to anybody later. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Brett Favre held several of the Southern Mississippi football records, but then Austin Davis broke them in the 2011 season. I don't season. even know who Austin Davis is. I don't know, but he beat Brett Favre. Favre earned his, ended up earning his teaching degree with an emphasis in special education during his time at Southern Mississippi. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I'm sure he used that. I know he did. Sure he did. I know he did. Well, after college, Favre was drafted by the Atlanta Falcons in the second round with the 33, I'm sorry, the 33rd overall draft pick in 91. On July 19th, 1991, Favre agreed to a three-year contract of $1.4 million with a signing bonus of $350,000. This was a Foolish choice because he would have made more money being a special education teacher. That's a joke, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Atlanta's head coach, Jerry Glanville, actually did not approve of Favre being drafted and was quoted saying it would take a plane crash for him to put Favre in a game. All right, Favre, you're going back to seventh string. Go sit Go sit at your home. If that, if that accident didn't kill you, this plane crash will. We'll call if our first six strings get killed again. After that 1991 season, the Green Bay Packers traded another player for Favre. After the trade, Favre got a physical, and it was found out that he had a vascular narcosis of the hip, which is a what? Narcosis. What did I say? You said narcosis. It's necrosis. I don't know. A vascular necrosis. Okay. That's what he had in his hip. And it was actually the same degenerative disease that ended Bo Jackson's career, if you know who he is. Well, this actually should have nullified the trade, um, but the general managers of the Packers, Ron Wolf, overruled the nullification. Yeah, I was like, I don't care if he's got a bum hip. Well, you know what? Favre ended up playing 16 seasons for the Packers, and Favre was the first NFL player to win three consecutive AP MVP awards, which stands for Average Penis, but Most Valuable Player. You're so dumb, bro. (laughs) I don't know what it stands for. I think it stands for the uh, American Pole. American Pole MVP. No, no, Average Penis, yeah. No, it's that. Uh, he does have a very average penis. That's what. That's actually also what uh, the Alabama coach said. He said uh, he's a legend, but I can tell he's got a very normal sized penis. <laughs> Every pro has to have a con. One door opens, another small penis door closes. Um, he helped the Packers get to two Super Bowls, and they actually got to win Super Bowl thirty one. Hot. Yes. Favre started every Packers game from September 20th, 1992 to January 20th, 2008, which I think is pretty 
damn impressive. This is a streak of 253 games. And from what I understand, he still holds the record for that. Probably. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, in 2008, Favre announced his retirement. He made a really big deal about retiring and openly cried about leaving the NFL. But what did that crybaby do? We already talked about it a little bit. He went back on his word. He came back, and then he played for the New York Jets. Yeah, he actually he showed up to the New York Jets locker room in a diaper and cried in the locker room until they gave him a... Until they gave him a uh, contract. And then he shit himself because he is missing 30 inches of his colon. Yeah. <laughs> or of his small intestines. And if you're getting upset, if, like if you live in Green Bay because we're shitting on fucking Brett Favre. Do just they remember like him that, that much? You, uh, yeah, they fucking love Brett Favre. Just remember that we are going to talk about some shit very soon <laughs> that might make you not like him. If you are, if you love Brett Favre, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to be disappointed. He then played for the Minnesota Vikings from 2009 to 2010 and did have his final season in 2010. He officially filed his retirement papers on January 17th, 2011. He had a very impressive career. In his career, he ran 71,838 yards, had 508 touchdowns, and 336 interceptions. He had 302 games in his career. He passed for 71,000 yards, right? He did not run for 71,000 yards. I thought that's what it meant when they said yards. Nah, it's his passing yards. He's a quarterback. He doesn't run the ball. I mean, he wasn't known to be the fleetest of foot. That's I a, hate sports. That's all right, Nina. That's okay. Well, he, it's a lot more yards than I've ever been around. <laughs> How was right. the field goal again? How many points? It's one. No, you well, still you got can it get wrong. Three. That's an extra point. You're going to ask me if you kick it three times again, like no, you did the last you don't time. Think it You're kick like, it. Do you kick it three times? It's like a field. It's like a free throw in in basketball. You get one point every time you make it. You only kick it once. Just like quarterbacks run the ball, right? <laughs> what does the running back do? What does that one do? Nothing. Is that one? Does he throw the ball? <laughs> I hate sports. Everyone can tell. <laughs> I'm trying my best, and it's not good enough. <laughs> like everything else in my life. All right. During this time, during his time in the NFL, he also had a lot of family struggles, including the death of his father, the death of his brother-in-law. His brother-in-law actually had an AT- ATV accident that killed him oh, on shit. Brett Favre's property, which mm. really sucks. Um, the de- oh, and then his wife was diagnosed with breast cancer, and Hurricane Katrina. Destroyed his family home. Yeah, he's a millionaire. He can buy another home. It still sucks. Yeah, you can buy another one. Though. You know how hard it is to get another social security card. You know how many. You know how many. That's that's the biggest thing. You're like, oh, he had to go down to the social security office. He had to stand in line. You know. Yeah. Bring like three forms of ID, and you're like, I don't even have the social security card, which is and one then of he the lost forms the I three used. forms of ID in Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, like no one fucking knows him. You walk in and you're like. Like, is this Brett Favre? <laughs> Just his face is an ID. He was on the television. Oh, right, people know fair. him. Right, he has millions of dollars. A bunch of other people got their homes destroyed, and they had to just fucking, like, be homeless. He got to buy another home. I don't feel that bad. His wife, Deanna, luckily recovered from breast cancer and ended up creating the Deanna Favre Hope Foundation, which supports breast cancer education and imaging and diagnosis services for those who are medically underserved. Great. So if that's what they're actually doing, great. Little fun fact, while Favre was still playing in the NFL, his daughter, Brittany, gave birth to Favre's first grandchild and was the only active player with grand children at the time fucking old man yeah i was like oh wow stop throwing a ball around you're an adult in 2012 Favre became the offensive coordinator for oak grove high school in mississippi um he ended up quoting that in high school isn't that fucking weird just imagine brett Favre coming to being like yeah this is our new he's not even the head coach they all offered him the offensive coordinator position so weird like jesus yeah it's so weird don't do that I wanted to include it because it's just so weird. That's like a that's like a like a, a Supreme Court justice retiring and going back and being like, "Yeah, I'm going to a high school to uh, to be an advisor for their student court." <laughs> just like, oh, great. Yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. And then in 1996, going back a little, 1996, he established the Brett Favre Forward Foundation. Spelled F O U R. Forward. Yeah, no, that's actually how they spell it. Why? I don't know. Okay. 
Because they're in Mississippi. Wait, I think he was number four. Yes, he was number oh, four. That's stupid. He was because they retired his number. That's so dumb. <laughs> now you know, though. Um, that coincides with so this this foundation coincides with his annual golf tournament, celebrity softball game, and fundraising dinners. That and he has donated over two million dollars with this stuff. Great. He also got an award with the Make a Wish Foundation. He also owned a steakhouse in Green Bay, which ended up closing in two thousand and eighteen. I figured you had a comment about steakhouses. Oh, you mean what I said earlier about how every fucking famous man decides that they need to sell meats now? Like, mm-hmm. that's what they all move into? It's like, okay, Michael Jordan has a fucking steakhouse. Brett Favre has a steakhouse that are just like, I played sports, and now I pay, I underpay people to grill you beef. Mm-hmm. That's what every single one of them is like, yes, this is, and it works. And that's it probably works. what's stupid is that it works, and people go to fucking Michael Jordan's steakhouse and I'm like, he could spin a basketball on his finger. Why can he? Why do? Why do I trust his name to give me a ribeye? He also has worked with the Mississippi Mississippi's Temporary Assistance for Needy Families Welfare Funds, or the MTANFA for short. Yeah, actually, that is that is the acronym. Um, and you think after all of this, Brett Favre's a nice guy, right? Right. Great at playing football, right? Hometown hero to the to Green Bay that has literally nothing going for it besides its football team. His wife had breast cancer. She and she survived. Mm-hmm. He lost his home. He's a grandpa. He's a, he was the only grandpa that could still sling a pigskin. But he's not nice, is he, Nina? No. And as we know, we do not cover upstanding citizens here on White Collars, Red Hands. And you've been listening to this episode wondering when the actual fuck the point is. Or what the actual fuck the point is, because I have been babbling for a very long time. In 2020, news broke that Favre received about $1.1 million from the state of Mississippi's welfare system to speak at engagements for an initiative called Family First Mississippi. He did not attend these public speaking events, but pocketed the money. So why were they paying? You're going to end up finding out. Uh Uh-huh. Shady. This is a lot like um, if you listen to the small claims court on Novartis, they, this is how they sneakily like paid doctors without actually paying them to prescribe their drugs is by having them speak at events. Then the events never happened. Yeah, that's basically what was happening here. And then he has been ordered to pay back the money and he's paid back $500,000 of it, but he still owes the state over $830,000. And where'd all of his money go, huh? And Favre said that he didn't know that the money was that he was being paid was coming from the welfare system. But I argue that it doesn't matter where the money is coming from because you didn't do what you said you were going to do. Yeah, you don't like I don't I don't know if Brett Favre knows this. You don't just get free money. People don't just hand it out. Mm-mm. So like if you received 1.1 million dollars for doing nothing, you should probably be like why did why did I get this? Right? Exactly. Um, But he's not the only one that this has happened to in the state of Mississippi. St. Louis Rams running back Marcus Dupree and ex-pro wrestler Ted DeBase. DeBase? I don't know how to say his name. I do not know. They've also been ordered to return money. And they actually got a lot more money than Brett Favre. Right now, in the state of Mississippi, there is about $77 million in misspent slash missing funds. My God, seventy-seven million! Yeah, they don't know where that money went in the state of Mississippi. Yikes! And fun fact: Mississippi is one of the poorest states in our union. Yeah, they could have used that seventy-seven million. Yeah, they really could have. They might have actually built roads. I haven't been to Mississippi. I'm assuming every road is dirt. Taking money from for speaking at public events that you didn't attend is bad enough but Favre is also in hot water for a case that is breaking news as we speak literally this article came out when nina um and in reference to us recording this episode like when did it come 23 out? hours ago great yes um i found a great article that helped me out a lot on today's episode it's actually from mississippi today um it's a very very detailed article um about what's going on with this entire case that i'm about to speak of um this episode is a long one so i was not able to put every single detail 
in this episode. But if you are interested yourself, go to Mississippi Today. It called it, the name of the article is called "Phil Bryant Had His Sights on a Payout as Welfare Funds Flowed to Brett Favre." It's a very very <laughs> nice and concise, <laughs> yes, a concise uh, title. And good headline. Yes, in 2014, Favre began working with a scientist named Philandingham. To find backers for a concussion treatment drug. Van Landingham, I'm going to say this man's name so many times too. Van Landingham. Launched the company, and I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce this, Provocus? Sure. In 2012, and said that he had created or was creating a medication called Prevasol that would help reduce brain swelling and inflammation after having impact to the head, as well as topical cream. Isn't that just like ibuprofen? Like, reduce swelling? It's just ibuprofen? Well, I think it was specifically for concussions, though. Okay. Um, Favre was very passionate about this because he himself had suffered multiple concussions. One of the main reasons he actually ended up retiring in 2010 was because of a really bad concussion he got. It's because his head's all bone. Like yeah. we said earlier, so Absolutely. concussions are worse with him. Absolutely. And you know, I too have suffered two concussions, and I really do think that's why I'm so fucking dumb sometimes. Although Favre was passionate about finding ways to help people heal from concussions, he was more passionate about the money that the drug could provide him. He once said that overtaxed that his goal was to make over $20 million with this medication. He invested a million dollar a million dollars of his own money into the research, but by 2018, there was actually no physical product. And this Interesting. Was, this is how many years since he invested? Like four? Yeah, he started Dude, talking to this guy four years. Drug research and development takes a long time. You don't just like, you don't just make it. It's, it's, it's my concussion medicine and I want it now. Well, Favre then got former Mississippi governor Phil Bryant involved. Favre used Bryant's political influence to help him boost funding for his pharmaceutical venture. Bryant then tried to cash in on the project when he left office. So boost it up so it becomes profitable before you leave, then invest in it and reap the rewards. There are also texts between Van Lottingham and Favre about needing to give the government a cut of the profits, even though they weren't sure that it was legal. It says that in there. It's like, hey. uh, No, literally. The text messages, they're like, he needs to get a cut. I'm not sure if it's legal. Is that, can we do that? Can you check with somebody and see if we can do that? Yeah. If not, eh, we're going to have to give it to him anyway. But eh. Bryant then got Van Lottingham and Favre in contact with a woman named Nancy New. She was the founder of the nonprofit Mississippi, Mississippi Community Education Center, at the time, News Don Profit had been given more than $60 million in contracts to run the anti-poverty program. Guess what her anti-poverty program is? Families First for Mississippi. That is the same program that Favre received $1.1 million from. It has been found that the nonprofit has misspent $12.2 million and they're unable to trace an additional $40 million that has been spent. Let me let me check the time real quick. Uh, it's go to jail o'clock, Nancy. There's one of the physical gags. Yep. Uh, only you watching the video will be able to know what Nina could have done there. <laughs> that was, yeah, it was stupid. Anyways, <laughs> Favre also got Families First to donate $5.5 million to Southern Mississippi for a new volleyball stadium, which, if we remember, is where Favre went to college and where his daughter was on the volleyball team. Classic. Now, I'm not going to go into too much detail. They didn't end up donating the whole $5.5 million because they'd get in trouble, blah, 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 blah. But it was they were going to do it. Um, neither of the payments to Favre or the volleyball team have resulted in criminal charges. After getting Bryant on board with the project, Favre met with Bryant's welfare officials and struck a deal to invest $1.7 million into the biomedical startup Provocus. It is known that the money was stolen from a program that was supposed to support Mississippi's poorest residents. That money was reported to basically have virtually no oversight. So, like, they're like, yeah, use all this money to help the poor, but we're not going to track how you do it. Great. We have, we're going to help the 
the poor by investing in a concussion medication. Yep. You know how the poor are yeah. always getting concussions. <laughs> Those rascals. Uh, they're so poor and stupid. They just run into walls. <laughs> they need this. Did you run into your trailer again? Prevasol. <laughs> Shrink your brain even more than it is now. Bryant claimed to not have brought Nancy New on board with the project, but we know that's a lie. There are text messages that show Favre messaging Bryant, that was the governor, that New had started funneling public funds into the drug company. They are dumb idiots because why are you texting so much about this? Literally everything is over text. He's a football player, and I know he's not a Nobel Prize laureate, okay? I know. Um, In that article I was telling you about earlier, you can actually see the text messages. (laughs) <laughs> and read them he's like he's like i gotta take screenshots of these for later <laughs> he's like i i don't like searching through they're my messages a, to find them i just I take pictures they're in a folder named money laundering money laundering and embezzlement do not look if police <laughs> please do not look not suspicious at all bryant continued to find investors and gained favor with federal regulators two days after bryant left office as governor he agreed by text to accept stock from Provacus. Yeah. He's like, I'll take it. But is it legal? Should is we check legal? into this? Um, Bryant claims that he didn't know that he was accept what he was accepting because they told him that it was a company package. Um, I'm calling bullshit. What? Like, what else would it be? Ignorance is not a is not an argument against breaking the law. He should know that he's a no. governor. He, you can't just be like, I didn't know murder was illegal. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to read on this later, but he claims ignorance so many times for like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know. I'm just a governor. I, I don't know I don't anything. Know. Um, Bryant has since cut ties with the company because he also said that he didn't know that federal welfare funds were being used. Again, I don't believe that. Nancy New and John Davis, John Davis is the former director of the Mississippi Department of Human Resources, have both of them have been arrested for funneling and misallocation of federal funds. Prosecutors allege that they conspired to steal federal funds, including the $2.5 million that they ended up putting into Provacus. If convicted, they could serve up to 10 years in prison. But they won't. Probably not. I highly doubt it. As of right now, Bryant, Favre, and... Van Lottingham have not been convicted of any t- crimes, but this is an ongoing investigation. Allegedly, Van Lottingham has sold his idea for the medication to Odyssey Group International. He claimed that they are doing clinical trials for the drug. However, Provocus has gone dormant. Now, Van Lottingham says that he knew that government money was becoming involved in Provocus, and the goal was to bring clinical trials in biotech ventures to Mississippi. I forgot to mention this earlier. The company is was actually founded in Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is a Floridian company that um, all these Mississippians, is that what they're called? All these people from Mississippi were donating money to. Mississippians, sounds Yeah, fine. that sounds yeah. right. So, uh, sorry, I'm actually a little unclear. How were they getting the federal welfare funds to fund this? So they had access to them. So they were just taking them and then putting it into the company. From the governor? So the governor, I guess, was not in charge of those welfare funds. It was um, John Davis had... Oh, wait, so she runs a nonprofit and she's getting welfare funding from that and then investing it into this company? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, that's what she was doing. And then in December 2019, Bryant was working with the White House to host a summit on youth brain safety featuring Provocus. Are your kids poor and do they keep running into shit? Do I have a drug drug for for you? you? (laughs) Um, Bryant claimed, he texted this, of course, Trump love us, which isn't even a complete sentence. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Trump love us. Trump love us. All right. He love love pill. Pill make love good. (laughs) Um, based on what I could find, I don't think that the summit ever actually happened. Oh, great. This was also, like, right before COVID, so I don't know if that was the reason, but, um, anyways. When Bryant left his position as governor, he worked for a lobbying firm that he set up with a co-founder. And in February 2020, he set up a meeting with the co-founder and Provocus in order to invest more money. So his lobbying firm was also going to invest money in this. Um, before they could actually do that, though, um, New, Nancy New, and John Davis 
were arrested and that's when Bryant like pulled out and he was like, oh shit, we're going to get in trouble. Trump not going to love us anymore. Trump no love us. Bryant says that he didn't realize what was really going on with everything because he didn't read the text messages close enough. I got, I, I need to, I didn't see the thing is, is I'm old and I didn't. He is really old. I, I think he's like 85. I didn't scale up the font size on my phone. I couldn't I, read it. I've been meaning to get a jitterbug, the phone for old people, but I couldn't read the text. I couldn't read it. I was just auto sending back yes to every single text I got. I'm, I'm. Didn't you get that love you grandpa text? It's like, I, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. And you're probably wondering why I sent back yes. Yes. (laughs) Love you, Grandpa. Yes. Yes. That's all I was sending back. That's all I knew. I gave so much money to Nigerian princes over text. I just kept sending yes. This is an ongoing investigation. And if as we get more info, we'll tell you about it. All right. So this is one last thing. I actually need to pull something up really quick that I forgot to pull up. So, here's one last thing. I think this isn't fun or funny. I was going to say this is fun, but this, this isn't. isn't fun, funny, nice to listen to, or cool or interesting. Let's go. Something shitty that Brett Favre did, though, and it made me actually really hate him. Like, this made me hate him the most. Okay. So, back in 2010, Favre found himself in hot water due to a sexting scandal that involved Jets entertainer Jen Stewart. Regner. Sturger. Entertainer. What does that mean? So I think what she was doing, because at first I was like, oh, she was a cheerleader. I think she actually was like, and I'm here on the field with so-and-so. Oh, she's like an an on-field reporter? That wasn't clear. They kept calling her an entertainer, but then she ended up working for a wrestling person, and like for a wrestling network, and she was like an on-air person asking them questions. So she was there and hot. Anyways, um, there was a whole, because there was this big sexting scandal, there was a whole investigation. Sturger, that's the girl, she was very compliant the entire time during the investigation. Favre was not, and he actually was fined $50,000 for not cooperating with the NFL during the investigation. He's like, hey, hey, Favre, let, me, let us see your phone. He's like, okay, ah. but don't go into the folder labeled if you're the NFL don't look in here. Don't, don't look at this one. It's not my penis. Those are all the screenshots of my penis. Some people say that it wasn't Favre, um, who is quite frankly embarrassed. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Some say that this wasn't Favre. They claim that he didn't do this. But he it was him, and he was quite frankly harassing Sturger. But if it wasn't him, somebody would have had to get a Mississippi area code. It had to be somebody who sounded like Brett Favre on the voicemails that he left on Sturger's phone. Um, it was him. Uh, Sturger was also getting MySpace messages. So this was back <laughs> in when MySpace was. She was getting oh messages God. on MySpace from someone she didn't know who it was, but it was someone who was clearly watching her, clearly like... Does anyone know who who Tom is? He keeps messaging me, and he's my friend, and I don't even know this person. And he was always, and he was also calling and texting her phone. Um, someone once asked Sturger if she would get involved with Favre, and she jokingly said that if she involved herself with someone like Favre, she would end up in a garbage can. Um, she made this very alarming statement because at the time Favre actually um, was known to have addiction issues and oh, anger really? issues. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Addiction to what? It was a uh, concussion medication? Yeah. It was. It wasn't concussion medication. No, it was either I think it was Vicodin. Oh man, Vicodin can be used to cure concussions because yeah. if you take enough of it you won't care about yeah. concussion. And I know that he was also abusing alcohol, so he was angry, and I don't blame her for saying that. We work in restaurants. We also abuse alcohol. Yes, we do. And after she made that comment, this voicemail was made on her phone. This is gonna or be was s- left on her phone. This is going to be scary, isn't it? So, in some garbage can, huh? Well, that's what you think I think of you. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm still trying. Just got done with practice. I'll try the other phone. 
Sounds like such an old man. I have no idea, man. But you can make it. It'd be great. Alright. Later. Alright. Later. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. There's his dick. Oh, Jesus. Th- that's the picture? That's a bad it's, dick pic. It's one of them. They're that's not a, good. Why did he take a picture <laughs> of his flaccid penis? No one. So here's the thing. Because he was like 40. I know, but I'm just saying, if you're out there and like you're sending a dick pic to somebody, at least understand they don't want to see it flaccid. No one wants to see your gummy worm, dude. Like I do. What? I'm kidding. I was like, I, you can never be like, yeah, send me a picture of your flaccid dick. Um, if you go to deadspin.com and search the article, Brett Favre cell phone seduction of Jen Sturger update from um, October 7th, 2010, and you watch the video, you can see pictures of Brett Favre's dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> and now I feel in- violated because it was on war. I didn't want to see it. They gotta I put- didn't mean to show it to you. They got to put, put did they got to put a fucking warning or something in front of the, the penis. They did. It said, is this Brett Favre's cock? Question mark. And God then the dick it. pic. God damn it. You missed it. I didn't get the warning. Um, it's not an impressive dick. It's Spoiler. definitely not flaccid. That's why you don't send it flaccid, even if you're a shower. Okay? Because it's still... He's it's, not! Because it's it's just limp. No one wants to see a limp dick. Regardless, I saw Brett Favre's penis. Maybe. And I didn't want to. Maybe. Well, whatever penis someone I else saw... Who's getting, someone else who's getting off practice. Their sweaty balls... He took it right after practice. Probably not. He's like in the locker room. He's like, hey, I gotta send a dick pic real quick. All of his offensive linemen are just like, just go along with it, man. Like we just, need just, we need him to win a championship. Yep. Yeah, Brett, it's uh, it's it's well, looking Brett, big. That you've got a real slinger. Guys. Look that, at the cock on that guy. Is there a pig farmer in here? Because someone let out a hog. <laughs> am I am I right? Brett, please, please, we need you on the team. <laughs> My impression of Brett Favre's dick. That was a big penis. <laughs> Another not, joke you'll only get if you're watching the video. All right. So anyways, if you don't take anything else away from this episode, don't send pictures of your flaccid penis unsolicited. Yeah. Just or or send, hard penis. Just don't send unsolicited don't, nudes. Yeah, no Women penis too. Women too. Don't just send unsolicited nudes. Yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, no, you're right. I cannot just send anybody a nude. I mean. And it's not appropriate. You probably could, though, to be honest. Yeah, I probably could. <laughs> like most people would be like, all right. I'm not right. sending you one. I don't want one. Right. But I'm just like That's me. That's what I'm saying. Me, sure. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like you could know. With women, you could know. Men, never send a picture of your penis. But like if you're if you're hot enough as you know you know I'm not even hot enough like just if you, if you're a woman you could probably send it to some people and I don't think they'd get very upset at you. Are we almost to the end of this episode? Yes, it's almost over. Can this is my last. Long? I'd love I'd love to move on with. Listen, my life. this whole tech sexting scandal made me really hate Brett Favre. So fuck you, Brett. Yeah. All right. Brett Favre was the savior of his football teams. But he couldn't even be the savior of his own life. Not even with blood, sweat, tears. Sex scandal. Sex scandals. Nothing. What Brett Favre wants, Brett Favre gets. All right. Well, I'm not giving up. See you later. He doesn't Bye. care about the underdog. He only cares about himself and his tiny little penis. Favre has no issue scamming Thousands of the, scamming thousands of the residents of Mississippi out of their welfare. He also has no problem harassing women. He is a low-level citizen who deserves jail time. But as we've seen before here on White Collars Red Hands, justice is rarely served. I hope he goes to prison. I, he should go to prison. He should. They all should go to prison. Most of them don't. I mean, we've learned that, though. Unfortunately. Well, right. But everybody in this scandal should go to prison. That is so horrible that you are going to take that much money from people who need it. Fuck you, dude. Unless the drug works. (laughs) But even then, there are people who are hungry. Yeah. Mississippi has some of the worst education in this country. 
and you well people are oh, it's just so frustrating yeah i think what we've learned is that the poor most of the time need food housing uh better education and they don't need they concussion don't need medicine. concussion medication even though they are walking into a lot of walls they're running into no. their trailers it's fine they're okay they need to eat they're running into the walls because they're malnourished they're fainting. They're, yeah. How they're else? Falling in, they're falling in their outhouse showers and hitting their heads. Okay, now we're shitting on poor people. <laughs> we're, we are poor people. I know. I we're am very poor people. right now. We're I not. am probably the poorest I've ever been right now. We're not dirt floor poor, but we're not. I might nearly, as well be. Not nearly as rich as Brett Favre is, okay? so Oh, hell no. So if he's stealing millions of dollars, like, what a, what an asshole. See, he is an asshole. He's terrible. So. He's terrible. Well, thank you so much for listening to our first episode of Season 7. Yeah, we're back, baby. We've got a fun We've got a fun season plan. I'm excited for this season. We've got some, we've got some good episodes. Yeah. We're, we're doing a lot of fun stuff this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got... We had some viewer submitted episode. We do episodes. Episode. Uh, we don't know how many yet, but but at least but at least one. Um, I think yeah. Just one. Yeah, we're doing some like some more catch all episodes where we talk about uh, maybe just a company that's still going on that didn't go down from uh, financial fraud or scandal, but they have a bunch of scandals around them that we're just we want to kind of combine them all into one episode so we can shit on these. These terrible companies that are still mm-hmm. eating away at our lives uh, slowly through the corporate structure. Um, Disney's not one of them, but I promise you, one I day. promise all of you, we were we're covering Disney one day because Disney day. is an evil company. They are. They sure are. And if you like what you heard on today's episode, why don't you go ahead and give us a like, a follow, subscribe. You can follow us. Excuse me on all of our so- on all of our social medias, uh, facebook.com slash white collars red hands, our Twitter at white collars pod, our Instagram at white collars underscore red hands. You can send us an email if you want to ever hear an episode or suggest something for the next season. You can email us at white collars red hands at gmail.com. Um, another way you can support us for free is by going and rating us on. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, Spotify just introduced a rating system. And so if you could go and help us out there, that would be fantastic. Um, Our analytics do show that about 80% of you are listening on Apple Podcasts. So if you rate us there, that works as well. Um, We love a five-star review. We love that. But if you give us an honest review and on ways to improve, we will take that as well. If you would like a not free way to support us, our Venmos are, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I don't even have Venmo. I'm an old man. I'm sorry. I have Venmo. Um, have cash app. DM me. Wait. Oh, no, I do have Venmo. I don't have Cash App. I don't I don't use Cash App. I had, I have to, it, I had I to get one, but I was like, I'm not going to get both. They're the same thing. I got them all. Pay me, baby. Um, But an unfree way that you can support us is by buying our merch. Look at us. Hey, we're wearing it right now I'm for those of you I'm trying to get my hair out of the, the way. Video. Do you see it? Cute shit, right? This, this coming two different logos, so many different uh, products. Products, you know, t-shirts, hoodies. They had a lightweight hoodie that I'm going to buy soon. Get oh, one in, show it off. I know. Cuz this one's very warm. I'm kind of sweating right I know. Now. I need I need a lighter a lighter weight hoodie to wear and I'm going to get one mugs um, yeah, I've got a mug. We don't have them today. We're we didn't say we're gonna them. we're gonna start having like we're gonna have mugs. It's it's we're videoing now. Now we have to rep the mug too. So yeah, we'll probably get those. I'm not wearing my sweater every week though, especially no. now that the weather's getting warmer. But you can go get that. It's on T Public, and you can also access it through our website. We have a little spot that says merch. Um, that is www.whitecollarsredhands.com. And you can listen directly off the website too if you're so inclined. Yes. And if you want to watch stuff, we have, we are on Entertainment Buffet's YouTube channel. Um, that's another way to support us. We actually get some revenue from there. So if you listen, if you're like just bebopping around the house and want to put on YouTube and do that for us, that would be fantastic. And now you're actually going to be able to see our faces and we're going to be able to do, uh, interact with you kind of like, hey, hey, come, come close. Choose your own podcast. Come close to the TV right now. There we go. I just gave you a kiss. All right. Keep it for. I know I wasn't the one you wanted to kiss. I know that. 
Um, but you get you get what you're dealt in life, and you got a kiss from me. So, from what I hear, Sean's a great kisser. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is what I've heard. It's the mustache. <laughs> I need to wax mine. Oh my god, do. you do. I actually had someone point it out the other day. <laughs> I don't think you can see. Uh, everyone comment. Comment on the video down below. You Nina can't see it. It's blonde. Comment on the video below. Nina has a mustache. And let, let her know. All right? Just like her TikTok comments. <sighs> People have been very mean to me on TikTok. Don't put me. stuff on the internet, kids. You will get made fun of. And if you have fragile... Ruthlessly. Fragile feelings. Just uh, Nina's feelings are almost fragile as her little Victorian wrists. They don't look that little on the camera. They're pretty little. This one's so much bigger. Okay, anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, Thanks, guys. Yeah. We'll see you next week on another episode of White Collars, Red Red Hands. Hands.